Welcome to the All Around Heal Podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. On this edition of the All Around Joe Podcast, we're going to be talking about how to get out of a motivational slump. And this is fitting right now because I have personally been in a motivational slump the last week or so, so I wanted to share with you how I get out of it, how I get remotivated, and how I continue to crush goals every day, every month, every week, every year. You know how it goes. But before I hop right into all of my tactics for getting out of a motivational slump, I wanted to mention my partners on this podcast. The first is Whoop, which is W-H-O-O-P, and you can check out the Whoop strap at whoop.com. What is Whoop? Whoop is an always-on activity tracker. It is the most advanced activity tracker that I have found to date. You put it on your wrist, you wear it all the time, your workouts, in the shower, while you sleep. What it does is it gives you a recovery score every single day. So for example, I woke up today and my recovery score was in the 40s. And because it's in the 40s, I'm going to have a lighter workout today rather than going in and crushing it hard as if I was in the green. What it does is it's constantly tracking how stressed out your body is essentially and how well you're recovering. Because of that, it continues to learn about you and get better and better and better at predicting whether or not your body is ready to take on stress. So if it's ready to take on stress and it gives you a high score, then you know that you can go out and put out more into your workout. The way that I use this is that I will either do a really intense workout if I'm good or if I'm not so good on it, if it's a red, let's say, I might take the day off completely. I cannot personally figure out how my body is feeling on that level on a regular basis. So the whoop strap is invaluable to a person like me or like you because we cannot really figure it out. So if you want to get yourself a discount on the whoop strap, you can use the code allaroundjoe on their site at whoop.com and you can get yourself about 50 bucks off. So if you have any questions about that, let me know. The other partner I want to mention is Inside Tracker. Inside Tracker is a blood testing company that correlates your blood testing markers with scientific research and journals on diet, supplementation, and lifestyle. So what it does is you go in and take a very simple blood test and in a few days, the Inside Tracker team somehow miraculously pops out a whole bunch of information on you and the things that you need to work on personally. So the first time that I used Inside Tracker, I was mind blown because I thought I was doing everything good. I thought I had tons of energy. I thought I was just crushing it. But what I found out is that I had really high levels of stored iron. And when I eliminated red meat from my diet and increased the carbohydrates that I was eating, so I was eating more of a fat-heavy diet and less carbohydrates, what happened is I lost about 10 pounds of body fat in about three to four weeks, and my energy went even higher than it was before. So I didn't even realize how much I was missing out on. So that's Inside Tracker. You can check out my Inside Tracker site at allaroundjoe.com slash Inside Tracker, and if you use the code allaroundjoe, you can get yourself a discount. So let me know if you have any questions about Inside Tracker or the Whoop Strap. I'll be happy to answer them. And just so you know, all of the information that we're talking about today is going to be over over at allaroundjoe.com slash 132. So if you want to check out the show notes or get any links that I've mentioned in the podcast, allaroundjoe.com slash 132 is where you can do that. It's also where you can pick up my Superhuman Body Podcast series, which I highly recommend that anybody that wants to improve themselves go over there and pick it up. It is a ton of information on how to easily turn yourself into a superhuman. 
All right, let's get into this motivational thing. So motivation is a funny thing. Sometimes it like comes and goes and we do our best in order to stay motivated, but there are certain things that knock us off our horse. And this is what we're going to be talking about today. So some of the things to consider when you're not feeling motivated are basically you're just doing a self-reflection to see what might have caused this lack of motivation that you're having right now. So the first thing that I want to ask you is, do you have a concrete goal that you're working towards? So sometimes what happens is, I know with me, is I'll achieve a goal or there'll be a milestone that I'm working towards and you get to it and you didn't reset the new goal or the new standard right away. And when that didn't happen, then you didn't realize that your motivation is going to wane. You don't really realize why you're getting up and working hard every single day. There's not that driving force. So make sure that you have a concrete goal that you're working towards. Uh, are you overtraining in the gym? So if you're overtraining, sometimes your hormone levels can be decreased. And it is amazing how much less motivation you have if you just have a low hormonal level or low hormonal levels um, from overtraining, from working out too much, from being overstressed. So that's the next one, are you overstressed? And it could be a combination of both that you are spending too much time in the gym and you are overstressed because of some sort of work situation, life situation, whatever situation, whatever it is that you are getting caused stress by. Did you have a life event that changed you emotionally? So relationship change, job change, did you just have a holiday that you're getting back to your work from? Were you on a vacation? Uh, did you move to a new location and you don't have a routine? So all of these things could play into why you're not quite as motivated as usual, right? If we got in or out of a, a new relationship, could be a very personal relationship, uh, intimate relationship, or just any kind of relationship. You didn't, may not realize what's, how those are affecting you. If you got a new job or you lost a job or you changed a job, if a holiday ended, this is a big one that a lot of people don't realize they get the holiday blues and they're just not motivated after the holiday. They've been around a lot of people. They've had a lot of food that probably wasn't very good for them, but made them feel maybe energized or had a bunch of alcohol or whatnot, and then they get back from that or home or everybody leaves, and then you lack that stimulation that you had in your body, event, or pretty much immediately feels like it doesn't want to do anything. You don't feel motivated to do anything. That's totally common. How you can avoid that is that you pay more attention to what you're consuming and how you're acting during those high amplified uh, energy situations and make sure that you are ready and you are identifying what's going to happen when those stop. All right. The one that's kind of tricky is the one if you just move to a new location and you lack routine. So you're just going to have to find that new routine. You're going to have to figure out, you know, are you working? Are you going to the gym? What gym are you going to go to? What's your route? How do you find the restaurants that you like? Getting that routine. And I don't think a super solid routine is the best all the time. But what we're talking about here is if you move to a new place and you don't have that particular routine, you're kind of feeling lost. So that's what we're talking about here. Let's try and find yourself. Um, did you stop something that has motivated you in the past? You know, what was it? What could have that thing been, have been? You know, did you stop doing your weekly journal? Maybe something bumped you off it. Like I said, holidays can do this. Vacations can do this. They bump you off of your normal routine. 
and you stop doing the things that were actually causing you to have this motivation. So journaling is a great example of that. Sometimes you go on vacation, you're like, oh, I'm not going to journal for this week. And then next week comes around, you just totally forgot you're out of your routine. You don't do it. You don't do it for another week. And then you lack the motivation. And that was one of those things that was really getting you pumped. Workouts could be the same way. You go on vacation and you were totally crushing your workouts before the vacation because you wanted to look good on the vacation. And then when you get back from it, you didn't pick up that routine again. And then you're stopping those, everything that comes from being an active person, it stops and it will start to wear down on your body, on your mind, all that stuff. And then what happens is you're going to lack motivation. You're going to lack the hormonal releases that you usually get from that. And we're not talking about the overtraining thing here. We're talking about if you had stopped working out. Uh, training with a workout partner. So sometimes you don't realize how much other people can help motivate us. So did something like that change in your in your life? Did you stop posting your workouts on social media? This is one that some people don't realize and they some people get made fun of. So you post your workouts or what you're doing on social media on a regular basis. And some people, if you don't have great friends, will make fun of you for it. But then there's always the other people that are motivational toward you. So you post, let's say, a workout or something that you're doing on social media and you get people, you get that the people that give you the motivation or the, you know, high fives via social media. And you don't realize that if you stop doing that, you're not getting that little rush, you know, of, all right, I feel good because somebody is recognizing that I'm doing awesome stuff. So think about, did any of those things that you would usually do change or did you stop doing them for some reason or another? There could be other things that I'm not mentioning here on my list of things, that you could have. And if you do, I'd be interested in hearing what they are. You can just drop them in the show notes at allaroundjoe.com slash 132. I think the other, other people will be interested in hearing what those are as well. So chances are you've been in a motivational slump before. So let's think about how you dug yourself out of that motivational slump. I know that these are some examples of things that I have used in the past that have helped me. So right now I'm listening to some of the motivational books that I've listened to in the past that have really charged me up. One of them in particular is called The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss, and I'll put all of these links in the show notes if you'd like to hop over to allaroundjoe.com slash 132 and just click through to those. Another one is called Time of Your Life by Tony Robbins, and that's an event that he actually recorded on audio, so you listen to it. I'm not sure if there's a book for Time of Your Life. I know that uh, he has he does have some books that I think are, are very good, but The Time of Your Life is just an audio recording that I know I have listened to several times in the past that has charged me up to get me motivated for what my next thing is. Um, you can hang out with energizing friends. That's always a good one. If you have any certain people in your life that you know when you hang out with them, you just get totally charged up and you could run through walls after doing so. So, if, you know, schedule coffee or dinner or lunch or something with that person or people. Go to a conference. So this is one that always gets me jazzed up. The last one that I went to that was really awesome was actually Tony Robbins' event called Unleash the Power Within. Totally worth it. Gets you just incredibly fired up to just go and get, you know, create your next goal and totally tackle it. And I don't know about you, but when I do this, it fired me up for like a month. I was just running on the fumes of that event for about a month. So find an event that you think would be really cool to go to, go to it. That is a great way to get out of your motivational slump. Uh, Take some time off work. You know, if you do feel like stress is something or you're not motivated by what you're actually working on, sometimes you just need a little bit of time away from it. You know, Uh, do you need a vacation? Have you been living in the Northwest and it hasn't 
been sunny for the last month, you know, go find some sun. And it, this could be as simple as you need a personal health day, or this could be that you need to schedule yourself a week or two weeks, just getting away, getting into something that's going to allow your brain to not think about what you need, what you should be working on or what you are working on or your goals or whatever, just like do a complete reset. Uh, maybe you need some time away from the gym. Like I said, if you're overtraining, sometimes taking a week or two off from the gym can be a great thing. I just want to make sure that, that you are the type of person that you will get back into the gym. So this isn't where like, oh, I stopped doing it. So now I'm going to find a new routine without the gym in it. This is, hey, I'm going to take some time off of the gym for a week or so, let my body reset. And then I'm going to pick it back up. It will not decrease your results in any way. In fact, I totally condone taking a week away from the gym every, let's say, four to six months, something like that, depending on how you're feeling. And if you feel like you're overtraining, just take the week off right away. No big deal. Your body will bounce back so quick. It will be fantastic for you. The other thing you could try is a different type of fitness, right? If you're used to doing CrossFit all the time, you know, take a month and do bodybuilding or yoga or bar or Pilates or something different, cycling, you know, train for a race or a triathlon, do something that's going to mix it up. And then if your goal is, you know, to be a competitive CrossFitter or that's what you like the best, like I do, then you just go back to it after that. It's not a bad idea. I know that even a lot of CrossFitters that want to be competitive, they will spend time, you know, doing a month or gosh, even up to six months, like just working on strength and Olympic lifting. And then they get back to their CrossFit and they end up being better CrossFitters because of it. So consider something like that. Refocus your goals. You know, we talked about goals a few times already, but I know that like right now for me, when I'm looking at my goals and I've accomplished some of them recently, then I need to reset them. You know, I need to reset those goals. I need to figure out what's important again so that I know every day when I get up and working towards those things, what I'm actually working towards. Because if you don't know what that is, then it can be really, really tough to stay motivated. Um... The other thing that you can do is redo a vision board or do a vision board if you have never done one before. And I highly recommend it. This is super fun to do. I'll post mine on this blog post at allaroundjoe.com slash 132. What it looks like is just a collaboration of images and words and whatever is motivating to you or what would be really cool. So you identify what would be every goal that you would like to have or the big ones, and you find pictures of those things, and you put them together on what we call this vision board. And for me, it's a digital vision board. So I just open up either my PowerPoint, or I'm a Mac user. So I open up Keynote, and it's really easy to drag things into that slideshow. So I'll just search on the internet for things that I want to have, or accomplish, or that represent motivational things for me, and you pull it into that board. And then you put it in some place where you look at it regularly. So when I do go and do my Sunday morning reflection, I pull up the vision board, I look at it. And for me right now, it's one of those things where I've accomplished some of those big things on the vision board. So I need to update it. So updating your vision board or doing one if you've never done one before, I think it's super powerful. So another thing to consider is that we get focused on consistently producing a ton of stuff. You know, our lifestyles are designed around production, 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 and doing more and doing more. How much more can we do? But does it really matter? And 
having listened to the four hour work week recently in order to get myself remotivated, something that they talk about is that we get ourselves into these jobs or positions where they measure hourly output and sometimes performance output at the same time. But what they won't do is that if let's say that you are performing, uh, you know, 10 things or 10 tasks a day, if in eight hours or even, you know, more likely in 10 or 12 hours a day, but what would happen if you cut it down in half and you only worked for four hours a day, but you actually produce the same amount or even more. So you produced more, but you did it in less time. The chances are the employer would fire you, which is ridiculous, right? Um, unless you are very strategic at putting those things together and making them realize that you don't have to work that amount of time in order to get the production that they want. They shouldn't care. They should be paying you verse based off of production and have a production goal and not so much worried about the number of hours that you're putting in. But you should think about that. You know, are you just trying to produce more or are you trying to produce better? Can you be more efficient? You know, what really gets you fired up? Are you pursuing that? You know, I talk to too many people these days that are doing things that they're not very motivated by. You know, they're just trying to pay the bills. Well, let me tell you, there are ways that you can pay the bills doing things that will motivate you. You know, I'm not saying that you have to pay the bills by doing your passion because some people are like, well, if I, if I did my passion all the time, then I wouldn't want to have it be my passion anymore because I'm doing it too often. I get that. That's fine. Nothing wrong with that. But there are def- there's definitely going to be something that would keep you motivated that you want to pursue, that you want to, um, conquer that you want to do really well at that would get you up, get you fired up every single day, or at least a lot of time, you know, we get through these slumps, right? Like I'm talking about right now, where you don't feel quite as motivated, but you figure out how to get things going again, how to get the wheels turning, if you will. So think about it. Are you caught up in something that you don't really like to do? And how can you get out of it? Get out of it as fast as you can, you know? If nothing at all feels like it motivates you or fires you up, you might need to reset. And if you can, I would recommend taking a nice long vacation, you know, and this is not the type of vacation probably that the typical person takes. Most people go on vacation and then I hear them coming back in the gym and they're like, man, I need a vacation from my vacation. It's because they went and they abused themselves. They didn't really go on vacation. They went on a binge. You know, they went to Mexico or Hawaii and they they drank, you know, 10 times as much as they usually do. They sat around by the pool and got sunburned, you know, and did not do anything productive for themselves. That's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about some place where you can go and recharge, you know, no excessive drinking, no healthy things. This is a, a week or two or more of completely recharging, you know, get yourself back to nature or whatever you think would be fantastic. It doesn't have to be an expensive thing, but if you can take that time off, I would highly recommend it to reflect, think about what you're doing, let your body just like stop for a while. And when you do that, it's going to feel really, really bad at first. Trust me. It's going to feel like, oh man, I need to be doing stuff all the time. I need to be checking my phone, seeing if I have any emails, text messages, all that stuff, checking social media. But I'd recommend just stepping away from that, letting your body after a few days, it will just totally relax and you'll start to realize and refocus on what you actually want to accomplish. So I highly recommend that you take that to heart and get her done. All right. Um, so 
wrapping things up here, the main things to focus on and do are dig up your goals and write them down for the first time if you haven't done that before or rewrite them. Okay, so it, like in my case, I'm going to redo my vision board. I'm going to make sure that my goals are updated so that I know that I'm driving forward towards. Um, make sure that if you're overtraining or overstressed that you definitely schedule some time off. This is also good for like what we just talked about. If you're not really fired up by what you're doing in your job or your work, try and schedule some time off. Just Figure out how to do it. it. Does not have to be an expensive thing. You could go camping. You could go visit somebody at their place. You know, someone that lives in a different area than you, where you could just stay with them. It doesn't have to cost you too much. Find a way to step away from what you're usually doing. Find your routine. Okay, this is the last one. So find your routine. Are you journaling? Are you looking at your goals regularly? Uh, do you need to find a new gym, a new workout schedule, a new workout partner? Figure out what that is and take action on it. None of this stuff is going to change if you don't take action on it. That's one thing you need to understand. Even if it's action to take time off, you need to take that action. Because if you just keep your head down and don't change anything, there's a good chance that nothing is going to change. You're going to stay unmotivated. You're going to stay overtrained. It's not going to miraculously throw yourself back into this strange way of getting re-motivated. You have to switch something up so that your body has to adapt to it and then you'll feel that spark and it will actually have something that will cause change within you. So my routine is to do my journaling slash reflection on Sunday mornings with a cup of coffee. And what I do, like I said, is I will refocus and like I've mentioned here, I do have things that I had not done that quite as well as I should have. I've been doing that every single Sunday, but I have not been taking the time to actually do my refocusing or resetting my goals in order to have that happen. So like I said, I'm going to continue reading these motivational books. I'm going to hang out with people that I find motivational. I'm going to journal. I'm going to reset my goals and I'm going to maybe actually have a scheduled trip to get some time away here in a little bit. So I'm going to double down and do a lot of these different things so that I can make sure that I'm totally pumped to continue crushing the rest of the year, the rest of the summer, all this stuff, all these huge, huge goals that I have in front of me. So I hope this was, I hope this was, I hope this was informative and valuable for you. Had words, words stuck in my mouth there. I'm stuck in my throat. Um, but if you have any questions, definitely reach out to me because I think that we all go through these seasons or cycles in our life and we just have to figure out how to bounce back out of them. And they don't have to last that long. We have to just identify when they get in front of us so that we can make the change. And it's just figuring out or knowing what the strategy is to do so. So thank you guys for listening. If you want to check out the show notes, head over to allaroundjoe.com slash 132. You'll also, like I said, find a free download to my Superhuman Body podcast series, which I highly recommend that you check out. Super cool. Some of the best podcasts that I've done on helping you to easily create a superhuman body. So get that done, allaroundjoe.com. All right, guys, the All Around Joe podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. I will see you on the next podcast.